So another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are previewing Love Island UK Season 9, Chris. Season <laughs> 9, how did we get here? But uh, where would you like to start today, sir? Well, I've got to say, Dave, that, you know, we are on Winter Love Island. We're in South Africa. We've got a new host. We've got Maya Jama doing the hosting now, not Laura. A lot of controversy. We went after Laura a little bit because of some of the things that had gone on with the uh, UK. With you. I went after uh, Laura <laughs> a few things she said, and I wasn't the only one because she wasn't being accountable or, or being honest, and it was all encapsulated. I do hope, because we've just we just come off the back of the Australian one, which I know you really have been upset with the Chris Phelps voodoo doll, Dave, and you have been <laughs> putting a lot of pins in because we watched that one so close to Christmas. But... That wasn't a great series. We both acknowledged it. It was great to talk about it. There was a few little things, but it wasn't a patch on the UK one, which is unusual because I think they flipped the summer UK one with like Luca Bish, he fucks fish. You got, um, you know, <laughs> sorry, I just love saying that. Such a, chi- <laughs> such a child, 44 year old child. You know, you've got all the stuff there. Like, what's called, what's the guy called, Dave, who came back in? The, you know, redemption guy, Adam, Adam Collard. And, all that stuff there, oh, all together, God, page, yeah, yeah. and all. You know, we had all that stuff going on through shocker, shocker, yeah, through the <laughs> summer. And it's been, you know, uh, Andrew and Tasha and everything. Will they? Won't they? We had the full fucking, you know, lick the ticket or whatever gate, um, which is fantastic. So brilliant, yeah. So I, I, I'm hoping we get a lot of drama, and I'm hoping that, you know. It's within the, the boundaries of what we do where we, we, you know, throw a bit of fun into it. There's going to be people we love, people we hate. It's Love Island. And the main thing is, again, you know, our friendship still, you know, it's still standing the test of time, Dave, me making you watch all this stuff. When maths Australia starts, probably could be all over. <laughs> but let's enjoy it while we still can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is good. And it, it, I'm glad at least we had a few weeks in between uh, finishing off the Australian Love Island, I, I'm still, I, I am not thirsting. I must admit for this series at all, but it's because of that last Australian show. I think, yeah, let's see. I, I think last season was actually pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. And whereas season seven, they they'd got it wrong. I felt with the drama, like some of it became disturbing. Whereas. Season 8 UK, yeah, it was quite good, wasn't it? You know, in certain bits, you had some good drama. You know, you're a liar <laughs> with Davidae <laughs> and Ekinsu, of course. And obviously, we had quite a lot of fun with that and the whole reality radar and stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic that this season will rekindle my kind of uh, love for the show. <laughs> I, look... I think it's one of them. You're right, Dave. You, you always get that lull the last week. We always talk about it. I'm hoping it does because I do think, to be fair, it was a stretch too far, the Australian one. It just wasn't as enjoyable, was it? So I apologise for that, Dave. On record, on the podcast. But you know what else it means, Dave, don't you? You know what else it means? It, we are back, my friend. We are back with <laughs> the Reality Radar versus the Casamorians, my friend, or Casamorons, <laughs> as they're known in some parts of the country. Fuck so, you. 
let's see where we end up there. Let's see how many love, uh, T-shirts we sell, David. Do you know what I mean? We, well, I, I'm aware that obviously we might get some new listeners joining back on who only watch the UK version. So we're referencing stuff that's happened in the Australian one. So the the big news from there, or not news, but the retrospective from there was there was no Casa Amor. So, yes. you know, hopefully that was just something the producers in Australia were playing around with because we can't fucking get rid of Casa Amor, can we, Chris? I mean... I, I, there were so many things. I don't know if it was a budget thing or what, but y- you say about the lull in the last week. I, I mean, the lull started in the first week with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building it up, Dave. I'm building it up. But yeah, you're right. I, I think that is a, that is an absolute staple of, you know, it, it's a staple of Love Island, but you keep the fucking baby game in, but you get rid of fucking Casa Ramon. Yeah. Like what the hell? I don't know the baby game was a bit better this year because it wasn't as long it, it, in the Australian one anyway. So yeah, I, I, it felt like the Australian one was a bit of a testing ground. Like they were just trying a few things to see if they, they work with the audience. So maybe we'll see in the UK one, but this runs for eight weeks, Dave. It's the standard length of the summer one. So there isn't really an excuse. The Australian one was a bit shorter. It was six weeks. So I think that was the decision they made. And I think they made that decision on the fly from what we were sort of watching and that they sort of changed a few things around so let's see let's see indeed if the standard length does the job <laughs> now Robin being average Dave <laughs> anyway Dave, <laughs> we get going what well not what we could get going what we're gonna do for the format for today for everyone listening is I've got a trailer it's about three four minutes long it's just all the contestants talking me and Dave are gonna have a bit of a chat and then we've actually got a bit of a an article and we're just going to have a quick squiz through and that'll be it really just the preview for the show and also anyone in the UK that we are back on BBC I think it's the Free Counties on Friday on the BBC radio around about half seven quarter past seven so you will hear my dulcet tones talking about Love Island if you are available guys I'll try and post up the actual interview there with Babs Michelle who's one of our friends who's had us on loads of times and loves a bit of Love Island but when we got the call Dave the bat signal you know me. I like to talk, Dave. And I was like, of course, <laughs> of course, we'll, we'll come on. So, yeah, if you do get a chance, guys, we're on there on Friday. Awesome. Well, Chris, should we get into the trailer? Let's go. Stunning. I'm Olivia. I'm Shaq. I'm Tanyelle. I'm Ron. My name is Tanya. Yeah, I'm Harris. Anime. My name's Kai. I'm Lana. I'm Will Young, not the singer, the farmer. Really? I feel like you never get like a lineup of <laughs> sexy men to choose from. I am so excited. I like to think I've got all the attributes to a perfect fella. Girls will not find people like me. You know, I, I put on a little hard shell, but then when I'm chatting to a girl, when I get to know them, that soft side comes out so quick. I get caught up in the girlfriend experience. I've met the mum bowling with the family. I've got a big heart. I just want to find someone to love. So if I'm in the club and I see someone I like, I'll just like look over, give them like a two-second look. Talking about like paying for it there. Once I get that eye contact, we're off. Match that. Nice eyes, nice lips, good body. I'm not asking for much, am I? You are. I love my body because I'm quite curvy. They like my bunda. I need someone to have me laugh. Say nothing, it. Chris. Someone Absolutely nothing. Someone <laughs> <Nothing laughs> to say. Muscly, but I don't like it when they're like so muscly that no they can't the door. 
with girls, it has worked out in my favour being a farmer because you've got kind of like that strong, masculine, but also that loving, caring, nurturing, wholesome vibe to it. The best of both worlds. You know, I'm super energetic. I masculine, am absolute loose cannon. Yeah. Okay, mm. can I get a word in now? <laughs> I am a proper chatterbox. Once you get me going, I don't stop. I once went on a date where I chatted so much that he actually started to fall asleep at the dinner table. Fucking not the only one. <laughs> I need someone to tame me and calm me down. I like to say I'm a strict teacher, but when I shout, the kids laugh. <laughs> Most of the time I get a shocked reaction when girls find out I'm a teacher. To be honest, I think that they kind of like it. I think it's one of the main purposes of life to find somebody that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. If it's not for that, then what else is there to do? I just want a cuddle, I just want a boyfriend. Like, I just want one person. Like Talking to like multiple people is actually draining. It's a full-time job. If I don't get attention from a guy, I'm very much not a beg. I'm not going to beg it, and I will look elsewhere. I literally expect oh, this is what I love, Chris. Is, you know, none the of them right are used to chasing at all, though, Graf. She has to be the one. I won't get with a girl. They are part of the 1%, aren't they? Bizarre, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Really good looking I've people, Dave. I've got a cowboy hat on the back of my arm. Once I'd had it done, everyone kept saying it was because I like reverse cowgirl, because it's on the back of my arm. <laughs> That's <was> hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> There's no competition with other guys. Don't get me Company wrong, there's good fellas out there, there's fellas out there with good chat, but I think once a girl gets to know me, that's going to be everything. If you want something, just go for it. It works. Although I've never had a boyfriend, so yeah, doesn't work. <laughs> Until now, I've never actually found the right oh, here we go. Never fell in Never love. had a boyfriend. That would be amazing Slam if I met like, a man people. of my dreams in the villa. You never know. I've played the girlfriend game. Yeah. 11. Okay. I can't wait to get myself into the villa. She's got an ekin soon, look, Dave. I've been in the past and find someone who treats me well. She's almost like I'm going to make sure that I'm getting the girl that I want to chase on if she wants to chase I'm excited for the whole experience, meeting someone new, getting all the butterflies and all the feelings that you feel at first. I'm looking to find love and ultimately a wife. I'm super Strong excited for new friends yeah. and fit boys. I can't wait. I'm absolutely buzzing. But the one who looks like Ekinsu actually looks like the age Ekinsu claimed she was, Dave. <laughs> 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 and we're off. <laughs> we are back, my friend. We are back. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so, <laughs> so, so just very quickly, because oh. you, you obviously Ekinsu and Davide was the the big news, you know, from from the end of the last UK season that we did, and you were in their corner. Have you watched any of their series? Oh, it's fucking atrocious. I said it when we were. <laughs> covering the Australian one day. I watched about 20 minutes of this forced, fake, even faker than Love Island reality show. It's fucking woeful. Do not watch it, guys. However, Dave, I have news on a show that I've been catching up on. I know a lot of our listeners are already into this, but me and Sam and Nutsi on Series 3 of Housewives of Beverly Hills, Dave. We're in 2011 oh, at the moment. There's 12 series, and we've watched two series over the space of about four or five days, so we are in, my friend. But, yeah, honestly, don't bother, guys. If you're a completionist and, and you want to, you know, you like Davide Nekinsu, fine, but it's just terrible. It's like, you know, when they set up scenarios and it's just so, you can just tell it's, and her and Davide are just not good as actors. I know she's an actress, but they're just not. 
good at all. It's um, yeah, just don't, Dave. I'll give it a one out of ten. That's how bad it is. Oh Christ! I'm yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah, saying exactly. something. So I was never going to watch it anyway, unless unless people were saying this is amazing or whatever. So very unlikely I was going to watch it. But I was just interested. I forgot you you'd mentioned a bit before. So, Chris, shall we start going through our contestants? Yes, Dave. Oh, so, on contestants, Islanders. <laughs> Islanders, my friend. <laughs> um, so, first one we've come up with is Olivia Hawkins, 27, Dave. So, I've not even looked at any of the ages, but I just hope that it's not when all the girls are quite mature and the lads are all fucking dickhead, 21, 22 year old lads. But anyway, she's 27, ring girl, and an actress from Brighton, Dave. And um, she starred in Bond movies and been a double for Michelle Keegan. So that's interesting, Dave. Yeah. So, I mean, she's stunning, isn't she? Um, a decent age, you'd yeah. say. Like you say, hopefully, I haven't got to the guys, but hopefully they're not all 22, 23. Um, but yeah, uh, from Brighton, like you say, I'm, I'm assuming she must have been like an extra in the background or something like that in a, in a Bond movie. <laughs> but, you know, being the ring girl, I'm, I'm getting the uh, the Moira sort of eye. Yeah. so let's see whether she's got the the wit of moira i mean that's a high bar i must admit but um but yeah good strong start there <laughs> well i've got a, you know me i've got a fucking pulse from her part day so she was a waitress <laughs> in a bond movie she's been a ksi ringer that's what i call them however her biggest claim to fame day is on a film she worked at she i did a film i'm quoting with jason Staven and had a nice 10 minute combo about life with him now, Dave, if that doesn't go on your CV, it's like the highlight. Yeah. I mean, I remember having a conversation with Bradley Wiggins on a TV advert, Dave, and I've certainly not put that on my CV as other things that you're interested in. But it's you know, weird, isn't it? It's, it, it's a good, it, it's like a, a little data point as well, isn't it, of the narcissist. Like It's all about the the name dropping and the people that you've spoken to and stuff, that, that somehow they're reflected glory or fame you know comes on to you so i yeah I, I mean derek has done an amazing job if you're not on our facebook group definitely recommend going on there chris and dave's reality tv cast on on facebook and he's gone through all of the instagram accounts and pulled out the statistics as well so she's got uh thirteen thousand six hundred instagram followers now I imagine by the time this kicks off next week, she'll probably have more than that. So it'd be an interesting one. Derek does like to go through and look at the trends, you know, who's uh, getting more followers based on screen time and stuff like that. So interesting. It's, yeah. And I, I, you know, echo that. Derek is amazing, Dave. The work he puts into that all off his own back. We really appreciate mate. And it's so good. Yeah. Please get over to Facebook. It's excellent. Now the next one, Dave is Lana. Jenkins, she's 25. She's a makeup artist from Luton. Now, Lana's worked with a lot of celebrities, Dave. However, and I quote, also, when I was six years old, I used to live in Spain, and I was in an episode of Benidorm as an extra, Dave. As an extra. <laughs> also, you know, very CV-worthy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is... I mean, no, that must have been a while ago. And, and the thing I'd say from that trailer, so I hadn't watched the trailer before. Uh, you just played it for me then. I was expecting her accent to be a bit different. Luton is very, you might mistake it for being uber cockney. You know, yeah. the fact that if she says Luton... Is a bit of an indicator, so uh, that she's not from there because it's normally Luton. 
So yeah. I, I don't quite know where her accent is from there, but I suspect Luton is just the biggest town she's close to. Probably, yeah. Big I mean, city. biggest city, yeah. The next one, Dave, is Tanya. She's 22. She's a student and influencer from Liverpool, and she's a biomedical scientist student. He's also an influencer, but insists she's not seeking exposure. Bull fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> the Leslie Nielsen meme is coming out already with the fucking nose in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want your Instagram followers. No, no, it's okay. Well, I'll tell you what, then go off Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You, she don't want that boohoo contract at the end of this fucking show. Okay, no problem. But she does say, Dave, a couple of things that give her an ick with guys is when they don't wear socks around the house. And also when a guy has a bath and there's no bubbles in it, Dave, that gives her the ick. So I've never heard that before. I'll bear that in mind. I've got a shower anyway, Dave, so it doesn't affect me. But there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's just conjuring up mental images, and uh, you know, I, that I don't want. But yeah, I can't necessarily disagree with her there. Also, you know, speaking of accents, I, I can only assume she's a student in uh, in Liverpool because I didn't hear a Scouse accent there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really, Dave. There was a couple of little twangs from uh, Liverpool, but it definitely wasn't a Scouse a Scouse accent. So the next one, Dave, is Anna. The one that we said, you know, she sends lads to sleep. She's 20, a payroll assistant from Swansea. Um, she's now, Dave, this is one of these generic quotes, but you've got to love it. I'm just excited to try something new. And I think going on Love Island is a good way to meet someone. I'm smelling bullshit again, Dave, but we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's 20, Chris. She's tried everything and she just hasn't been able to find the one in her 20 years on the planet. Or yeah. two years of adulthood. <laughs> That's very true, David. Now, <laughs> the next one is, I think it's Tanyelle. She's 26, a hairstylist from North London. Now, if there ever was a sentence to contradict yourself, Dave, this is it. She said she doesn't like pretty boys. She calls herself hard to get. That's fine. She values herself. I'm hard to get, confident, funny, charismatic, good-looking and happy. I'm also a very low person. What is there not to love? And then they asked her what her ideal man is. Channing Tatum, Dave. So she doesn't like pretty boys. He's not that pretty. He's more manly and he likes to dance. Channing Tatum's one of the fucking best looking guys <laughs> on the planet, Dave, but she doesn't <laughs> like pretty boys. <laughs> fucking hell. She's gone for Magic Mike. She's thrown the oh, Hail yeah. Mary out there, Dave. Come it's on. Fucking ridiculous. He's one it? hell of a good looking guy, Channing Tatum. <laughs> But on what planet is Channing Tatum not a pretty boy? No, I know. It's just. It's like me saying, oh, you know, I don't like, uh, you know, I don't go for looks, but uh, Margot Robbie would be my ideal girl. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it's bullshit. It's um, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So the next one, I have tea on Dave. So we're on to the guys now. And I've got to say, Dave, from a, a purely an observation, I'm very happy with a lot of the guys' physiques because they all look fit, they all look good, but they don't look... At the moment, none of them uh, look genetically enhanced, and I'm very happy with that. Because, and also the girls as well, they, these different, um, you know, body types, everything. And I think that's a, such a great mm. depiction of real life, you know. So, you know, from the pictures anyway, and from the video. So I'm happy with that. I think Love Island is sort of getting the memo. We'll see. But anyway, the first one is Kai. He's 24, Dave, a science and PE teacher from. Manchester, Dave. Now, you know that I'm from Manchester. And last night, 
I, before we'd even seen who Kai was, Dave, I got a random WhatsApp message. Now, obviously, it's from one of my nieces, and she goes, hi, uh, my PE teacher is going on Love Island, knowing that I do a podcast. <laughs> Would you like some information, Dave? Now, I haven't, because I don't want to put her in that situation, because she'll probably be in fucking detention for the rest of the year if he does go back to his day job as a teacher. <laughs> so I'm not oh, yeah. going to do that. Yeah, he's going to do that, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, he, so he's got on here. Um, he likes a bit of rugby sevens. He knows Marcus Rashford. And he, he basically, I've got technically three different degrees and went to three different unis. So Dave, he's a very smart lad. Not sure this is the smartest decision coming on Love Island for his teaching career, but we did see with Hugo that he's ended up going to Australia and making a bit of a life for himself. So we will see, my friend. You know, just just a side thing first. I, I was going through my oldest daughter the um, in between his series, so we binged that whole thing over Christmas, and uh, I'd and watched the movies as well. And I'd forgotten that Neil, uh, one of his exams was PE, <laughs> so he's pestering Will for uh, you know advice on revision. And he says, "I don't know. Go maybe go for a run," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, great idea." <laughs> it's like hold on what are you so you're a PE teacher okay so I can get that you might have gone and done sports science or something like that but you know when you say the bullshitometer goes off the scale like what does that mean I've technically got three different degrees have you got them or have you not yeah yeah right so he's 24 in the UK it takes you three years to get a degree so He'd have been, let's say, 21 when he gets his first degree. I guess he could have done a second one or to do a, uh, maybe he's done something like sports science. And then there's a, there's like a year course you can do a PGCE, isn't there? Or, or there used to be to become a teacher. So on top of your degree, maybe he's counting that one as a degree. I, I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm smelling a bit of bullshit there, Chris, because it doesn't add up with his age. No, and, and another side note, Dave, it doesn't. And another side note, you are not going to believe what you've just said and what I'm about to tell you. But yesterday morning, I worked very close to Media City, which is where the BBC and ITV have all their shows, mainly the BBC, but ITV's Coronation Street is just across a bridge. Now, right next to each other, you can see like Coronation Street there. I'm in Costa Coffee, Dave, having an important power business meeting, which basically means not really. And this is no word of a lie. The guy, Simon Thingy, who plays Will, came in, Dave, with a little walking case. I got a picture of him and sent it to my brother and that. I said, there's Will out of the in-between. He sat behind your CV. Well, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> if I ever go into Love Island, I'm going to have to put that on. But he was stood in front of me. And then after that, Dave, because he's right next to Combination Street, Peter Barlow from Combination Street came in as well with the what can only be described as Elvis Presley-like glasses on, not trying to be inconspicuous that he's off Combination Street, they've all flaunting it, but there you go. So how yeah. strange that you oh, just Oh, you do that. love to live it up with the stars. Well, Dave, you, you know what I mean? Mean? You have cast my mind back there. When I used to live in Wilmslow, I, I don't know exactly where he lives, but I used to see Mike Barlow out walking his dog quite frequently. Ah, yeah. Is that actually Ken Barlow or Mike Baldwin, Dave? Is that just a... Across Ken Barlow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ken Barlow. I was actually thinking as well because I ah, fucking hell, I haven't watched Corrie for like twenty years or something. But um, who was the other one when I used to go into Hale, like uh, for a drink or something? I quite often see Kevin Webster there. 
Oh, yeah. Michael Lavelle, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's him, David. Yeah, less said about them Lo- two characters. Local royalty. Yeah, local. <laughs> so the next one is Ron, twenty-five, financial advisor from Essex. Dave um, said that. So, so we, we, I think we need to talk about this one, Dave. He's, he actually mentions this. Unfortunately, he was involved in an accident when he was a kid and became blind in one eye due to a football injury. So he actually says, uh, "I went in for a head. I got kicked in the face, and I've got two different coloured eyes: one blue and one green." He's put, it's not hindered me in any shape or form. It's a good conversation starter, I must admit. So fair play to him, Dave. So that's uh, that'll be interesting where you know, what conversation goes with Ron. So not really any lines to pull out there. They're quite a sad story, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds. It must have been gruesome, mustn't it? At, yeah. at the time, and eight years old. So uh, fair play to him there. Um, yeah, I, I think I've seen a few headlines. You know, Love Island's first partially sighted um uh, contestant so i don't i don't know having one eye is that is that i guess that is clusters partially sighted so yeah let's see how he does mm, let's see and then the next one day this is now this guy i've got to say reading his bio it's will young day not the singer from the early 2000s fame pop Apparently. idol and that you know that he said that about a million times in nightclubs oh 100 but what makes me dubious dave we might have a luca bish style oh I'm a fishmonger. So he's saying that he lives on a farm, Dave, but apparently he's a star in his own right in t- on TikTok, Dave. So I'm yeah. he has more than a he's million fucking, followers. I, I, have you known farmers? Like the ones with hands like shovels, the ones that exactly. who's up at fucking silly o'clock in the morning, the ones that basically that's why we have to change our clocks twice a year. The, the, Farmers don't have time for fucking TikTok. Real fucking farmers. So no. definite, uh, definite bullshit, Chris. Yeah, well, he's got a million followers, Dave, and his farm-based antics are often seen mucking in shirtless, Dave. Oh, of course. That's whatever. I remember Joe Subden off Emmerdale going shirtless, Dave, when he was, uh, you know, getting rid of the cow shit and everything. He said, what they all do, yeah. Anyway, the next one is... <laughs> you, you know his dad. I mean, they're probably happy he's getting on Love Island and stuff, but fucking hell, that's taking him a while to get that. And you could just imagine his dad, like, initially was probably like, the fuck is going on here, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's probably just like, get over there in the corner. Anyway. Get your fucking shirt on and get fucking milking those cows. Yeah, that's a little shit. Stop touching them sheep. Anyway, next one is Shaq. He's 24, an airport security officer from London, Dave. Um, I haven't had much luck with previous ladies, so I thought, why not be in the sun and potentially meet the love of my life? Hopefully, I do come out with my future wife, the person I hope to marry one day. Hopefully, she's in the villa. Well, Shaq, You've obviously never watched the show, my friend. Get as many TV deals and, and magazine deals out of it, and then you'll literally we're always going to remain friends. But you know, we've had to call it a day because we know that's what's going to happen with most of these relationships, David. This series <laughs> again. Um, but yes, I mean, he's he's got the most to to gain though. He's got two thousand six hundred and sixty six Instagram followers, so yeah. on the lower side there. So yeah, he'll do quite well there, and. Um, I guess, yeah, he's one of the few, isn't he? Because after lockdown, apparently all the airport security staff left. Yeah, well. The airports were in a fucking state for a while. (laughs) His nickname is Talk of the Terminal, Dave. Don't know what that means, but we'll go with it. Anyway, um, next one is Harris, 21, TV salesman, Dave, from Doncaster. So he says, um, 
I'm different. I'm a new, unique guy. The way I act, confident, not awkward, especially with the girls. I'm friendly, but very respectful as well. Anyone who meets me, I don't think they have anything bad to say about me. Well, <laughs> well, well. You're obviously going to be the bad boy and the person we hate the most, Harry. So thank you for that line. And we will be coming back to that in many episodes. No, don't, <laughs> if you, you don't want to say what a good guy you are, Dave, yeah. usually not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've stolen my thoughts there because I, I just... I was thinking, you know, I'm such an arsehole, but especially like, because they, they get you to talk about yourself and then pick out the quotes that they want to show. Yeah, so, they do. you know, most people, I, I certainly, I don't like talking about myself. So, you know, it just sounds shit, whatever you say. But, you know, I always say, if you, if you have to say you're funny, you're probably not that funny. Um, but the fact that he says he's, uh, what is it? I'm a unique guy, confident, not awkward. I mean, that fucking, he looks awkward, doesn't he? You know, from yeah. that trailer and from the picture, he does look a bit awkward. So it's a weird thing to say. If you were describing yourself, Chris, would not awkward be in the top 100 of things you'd say about yourself? <laughs> I'd probably say I'm a fucking gobshite, but I'm actually, my heart's in the right place there. That's probably what I would say about myself. And that's probably pretty accurate, I think, as well. Yeah, I just, I, I find it odd. You'd speak in the, in the, positive sense you'd talk about you know you you're confident you do this you do that you wouldn't express things in the negative so i i've, I've got my eye on on uh harris here because i suspect he is a little bit awkward yeah i think so I, th I mean he's a salesman dave so if he's good at his job he's going to be good at trying to sell his you know his thing i do i do love it though when they get lined up and then if people start bidding people off you know and they just start like I'm going to go with him. Step forward. Okay. I just hope, Dave, now that we've met the contestants, that with Maya Jamma being a new presenter, we don't get bombarded with... There is things that need improving and it needs to evolve in the show. We talk about it all the time, but I just don't know whether they're going to try other things. Maybe like I said about the Australian one earlier, maybe they're going to do that with this one as well. Yeah. I mean, let's see. We, we've seen the initial contestants. We know that at least one of these are not going to be in the in the initial lineup in the australian series they they did it a bit different didn't they so you know they i think the guys chose the girls still but before that they had a chance to meet you know as if they've not met off camera chris but um you know they had the chance to meet and quiz the guys ask them some questions and stuff so it'll be interesting if they take that idea into the uk one yeah, true. Very true. So, David, have you got anything else before we go today? Not at all. I think, you know, roll it on. Let's, let's bring it on. I think yeah. uh, it's only a, a week away now, isn't it? Or less than a week. And so let's let's see how we go. I don't expect too much to be different, apart from that little thing I said there about the the opening. So we'll have the, the coupling, and then we'll have a bombshell coming at, at the end of the episode. And so we'll we'll see how that first week pans out. Excellent. So massive thank you, guys. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As Dave mentioned before, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. You just need to prove him. We'll get you in and, uh, like I said, have a look at Derek's stats and that fantastic. And he usually updates them as the show goes on. Uh, if you do want to follow us a little bit more, support us a bit more, please go over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. Um, we really appreciate everyone who supported us past and present. So the first... Roll Call of Honour of this series, Dave, is 
Big thanks to Mr. Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Libby, Joanna, Rihanna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So massive, massive thank you. And as I said earlier, guys, I am on BBC Radio Three Counties on Friday, around about quarter past seven with uh, Babs and Michelle. So thank you so much for that, uh, Babs, as well. So great stuff. Well, Mr. Horrocks, we've timed that perfectly, and um, it's time to go. Bye now. Bye.